You're right, tuned guys, in to a Kenpire Radio Kenpire Radio for the very first time. We've interviewed Brandy, let's see, maybe four other times, and it was always over the phone. Yeah. Brandy is here in New York City, multi-platinum, Grammy Award winning. <laughs> Actress. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. I know, I know you're probably, everyone's always introducing you, but yeah. living icon. Thank we, you. You know I'm a fan. Been a fan for a very yeah, long time. You've always so, been supportive. To be in this moment right now, I have to say, you know, to, it's such an honor. We're sitting here in your dressing room, here mm-hmm. on Broadway, Chicago, mm-hmm. uh, the longest running Broadway show. I mean, this is such an uh, an honor for Thank us you. to Thank actually you. do this. Thank so you. So please welcome Brandy back to Ken Brandy, first of all, how are you feeling? You know, walking in here, I, I said to you, you know, is this like like winding down? You're here to August 2nd yes. here in New York City in Chicago. If you guys haven't seen her, make sure you go get your tickets and see her. Yes. But I said, you know, it's winding down, but you said something else. Can you tell everyone what you said, you said to me? Yeah, basically it's not really winding down because um, just even even though August 2nd is my last um, show and it's, and, it's, and it's coming up soon, um, I just feel like... Every night has to be great. Every night has to be, um, what's the, what do you guys say? Turn up. It has to be turned up every night, you know, because um, it's it's different people every night, and they deserve your best every single night. And so, I've been blessed to experience every show being a great experience, yeah, yeah. and you know, people walking away feeling inspired and feeling. Um, you know, blown away by by the, the the musical, and you know, to be a part of something this great and this legendary mm-hmm. has been such a you know an, an eye opener for me about my life and how to dream again and how to yeah. you know believe and push forward. So it's been great. You talked about in a lot of different interviews because you know I do my homework before we do an interview. Yeah, you talked a lot. You talked a lot in a lot of the other interviews about this change and this transition and this feeling like you're dreaming again. Mm-hmm. Can you just touch on what happened, you know, in the last few couple of years? Because it's been three years, no, officially three years since the last time we did an interview. Yeah, I mean, I've, 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 I went through uh, different challenges in the last three years, you know, since we've spoken. Um, some very, very tough times, you know, and just overall, you, 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 stop, you stop believing in, in the good, you know, when you've been knocked down so many times, you start to believe that that's just how life is. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just, you're going to be faced with, you know, hard times, you know, and that's what you start to really believe. Yeah. And you start to believe that more than you do um, the sunshine or the, mm-hmm. the, the greater days. Because it, 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 you know, for me at that time, it just seemed as though that's all there was, yeah. you know, was, 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 a, was hard times. Like when you're in it, that, that's all you see. That's mm-hmm. all you feel. Um, but I pulled out of that. I really did pull out of that, and I, I um, adapted to another um, perspective, mm. another way of life, another way of thinking, mm. and another way of doing things. Like there's a quote that says, um, "You know, doing the same thing over and over, expecting something to be different, is is the definition of insanity." Mm. And I think I was insane, thinking that things were going to change with me doing the same thing. So I really just buckled down and made myself do something different yeah. so I can start see start to see a different picture for my life. And my life started to change. What had to happen? Because, you know, a lot of people see that they're doing the same thing. They see it's not working, but they continue to do it. What had to happen in your life to say, 
okay, Brandy, it's time to make a change. And, you know, we see on your Instagram that, you know, you're working out, you're yeah. doing different things, you're really pushing forward with new music, you know, doing Broadway. Mm-hmm. But what had to happen for you to say, you know what, it's time to make a change? I was tired of being depressed. Hmm. I just got tired of feeling depressed. Hmm. I got tired of feeling sad. I got tired of feeling sorry for myself. I really got tired of it. Hmm. Just just exhausted from being exhausted. Hmm. And I really... Of course, there's other things in there that, that pushed me to uh, move forward, like, you know, conversations with God, a lot of conversations with God, a lot of honest, you know, yell out, scream, come get me, God, conversations, you know, um, a lot of back and forth with, with, with true friends that are pushing you to, to do the work. And then one day it really clicked, like, okay, you got to do something different. Yeah. And I did. And, and, and what does that entail, doing something different? Because a lot of people are listening. You know, a lot of people have seen your interviews, and they, they say, you know, you're on a new regimen, you're doing different things. What does that entail for Brandy to, to, to be happy? Is well, Brandy happy? Brandy is very happy. I think this is, this is what happy looks like. Hmm. What, I, what I am, what you see, is, is really what it is. I'm very happy, and I'm very, um, I'm very focused. And I'm very centered and grounded for the first time in my life. Wow. For the very first time in my life. And, um... How does that feel? For the, I just, for the I just, really to I just feel, I just feel very connected to my source. Hmm. You know, I feel very connected to my higher self, which I believe is God. Hmm. And to, to activate the higher self, you have to do the work. Hmm. Um, I meditate every day. I journal every day. I, I don't. I don't just pray. I affirmatively pray. It's affirmative is speaking what you want. Of course, within what the will of God is for your life, you're calling your purpose forth for you to experience, yeah. and it's calling it forth as if it already is because it really is already done. Your your life purpose is already waiting for you to. Um, acknowledge it yeah. and to um, and to stamp it. You know, Brandy, it's so funny. If you guys just tuned in, I'm here with Brandy. Brandy, oh yeah. <laughs> if, if, let's keep it real. It's hot in Brandy's dressing room right now. Not because, not just because of that, but <laughs> okay. because we don't want the air condition to <laughs> mess up the the, the sound, darling. You can see me right now. Yes, Brandy, but you still have some dog. You right now, Brandy. First of all, that's you know because it is radio. They they can't see Brandy's without makeup, but Brandy, you look like you're 16 years old. Good, thank you. No, you really do look thank really, you. really good. Thank you, you thank know, you. I'm sure people say, but you're probably like, yeah, you're just saying it. Thank no, you, you do. thank you. <laughs> I believe you. Thank you. Thanks so <laughs> you much. Really do. Thanks. Um, and I was trying to thought because it was so hot, and I was looking at your beauty. No, stop. Mesmerized. <laughs> stop. <laughs> Mesmerized. Stop. No, but um, I do have questions that I want to stay focused on. Yeah. about that one. Yes. You, 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 so you talked about, you know, Broadway lighting the fire within you. Mm-hmm. What are your dreams now? Because we know a lot is coming up for you, but what are your dreams? You know, what's coming up for you is great, but what yeah. do you dream about? Well, I dream about being phenomenal at everything that's coming up. Mm. You know, I want to be the best me in everything that is in my future. You know, for instance, like my new TV show, Zoe Ever After on BET. I want that to be so 
all of who I am and give, I want to give that everything I got, you know, and the music, the music is so important for me to really connect with what it is that I want to say, how my music is um, put together. Like, I really want that to be, you know, core and and phenomenal, you know, Um, and my book, my book, I want that to be um, transparent very, very transparent. Like, I, I don't want to write a book where I have to be um, filtered. Mm-hmm. I want to really, you know, tell my story my own way and really connect to um, the people that are going to be touched by the, by the book. And everything else, everything else that, that I can't really see or that God sees for me mm-hmm. and continues to put it into my mind or give me the ideas when, when, there's, when it's the right time, I want to be the best version of me in every in every circumstance of my life yeah. and be the best example to my daughter that dreams are already true and it's all about divine timing and it's all about staying um, in a positive and a centered space so everything can come to you. Yeah, yeah. Randy, you know, you achieved a lot. Yeah, do, 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 you. Do, do you really feel that um, you've achieved a lot? Do you understand yes, that you've achieved, that I, you've achieved I do, a lot? I do, yes. A lot of people, you know, like Michael Jackson, you know, Whitney Houston, mm-hmm. um, even, you know, people, authors like, you know, uh, Elizabeth Gilbert that has written, you know, E. Pray Love, which was a mm-hmm. phenomenon, um, no, you know, the book. Harry Potter series, mm-hmm. you know, uh, J.K. Rowling. Those things are phenom- phenomenons. Yeah. Things that, you know, don't necessarily happen again. And yeah. A lot of times people always ask these phenomenal people, are you always chasing doing something better, always topping yourself? Do you, did, you, did you ever feel like you were always trying to top what you did in the past? And do you feel like that today? Um, I don't feel I don't feel like that. Um, I think that's that for me. That was um, a part of the the problem mm. was to feel like you have to top yourself. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's not about me really. It's really about the 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 people that I'm connecting with. I have a bigger purpose. This my purpose is now service and inspiration. My job is, like I said, is to be the best version of me in every circumstance. Mm-hmm. And if I'm the best version of myself in every circumstance and I don't have to compete with anybody or myself, mm-hmm. I'm just letting, you know, God's light shine within me through everything that I do. Yeah. And that should just be um, the, the, the goal. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not in competition with myself and I'm not in competition with anybody. It's no need to be that. It's just staying centered enough so you can be a vessel. Yeah. Uh, during our last interview, you talked about, uh, you know, your job being service. And I was like, wow, you're one of the first people I heard say that. Yeah. Uh, and I thought that was so profound. And, and I've heard you continuously say that, yeah. you know, three years later, which yeah. I know is so true for you. It's true. It's definitely true now. It was a concept then. Mm. Mm. But it's true now. Yeah, yeah. It's I have this great now. quote that I want to share with you because it really touches on what you just said. Um, it's by Marianne Williamson. Love her. Uh, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Adequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. measure. What held you back from being your best self? Not knowing who I was. Mm. Telling myself the wrong story. Mm. When you start to tell yourself the wrong story enough you start to believe it and then that becomes your experience I really started to believe that it was over for me I really started to believe that I had failed and you know 
was, this year has been, it's over for you. I really started to believe that because that's what the, the chatter was in the business, the music industry, you know, and then you start to believe those people and then you start to believe that you're washed up and, you know, this person and that person is the, the hottest thing now and, you know, you don't have a shot. Mm. And I really, I really bought into that mm. lie. For how long? For, for as, as long as things have not been popping, <laughs> that's how long I bought into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had glimpses of, of, of moments where I, where, I, where I felt like I believed in myself a bit. Yeah. Um, like with the game, like that was a, that was a, that was a glimpse of, of belief mm-hmm. in myself and believing in my, you know, my gift as, as an actress and comedic time and in rediscovering that. That was such a blessing, that whole game experience. Um, but it's on a different level now. Mm. I really believe that anything is possible now. Mm. Mm, that, that's important. It is. And I believe that there is, a, there is a purpose and a will for my life. I didn't believe that, you know, for a long time, that, wow. that there was a will for me, that there was a reason that I was created. You know, it's just like, yeah, you can sing and you got some hits and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But that's how you look at it. And because fame and, and fortune and all that just keeps you away from the, the real thing of it. Like you have like you have the ability to change people's emotions and you, you, you've, you've been blessed with a gift that can help people reconsider suicide. Mm. This is not about you, honey. This is about being a vessel. This is about service. Yeah. You are here to change lives. You're here to change. What else am I here to do? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What What am I else am I to use this for? Just for just to be, to sign autographs and to be, you know, famous or to be on, you know, uh, the next hottest blog or the next hottest magazine. Like all that's great, and it comes with it, but it's not the core reason why. Why are you here? And and I really had to get that. And now everything I want to do, I just want to inspire people. I want to inspire my daughter. Mm-hmm. Like for my daughter to actually see me in the light that she sees me in now. Just not just because of Chicago, but just because of my personality, who I am now, like what has awakened in me. She sees a completely different mom, a different person. Mm-hmm. So that's what it's about. Yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, it's so funny because we're in the same age group, mm-hmm. 30s. And they used to say the midlife crisis was like when you're in your 40s, 50s. Do you feel, and this is what I sort of know, I, I definitely feel this way, where a lot of 30-somethings are sort of going through like a midlife crisis. Like there's this thing that happens when you hit your 30s that you really start reflecting on, why am I here? Did you feel like that when you hit your 30s? Um, I, I definitely feel like I, I started feeling like that at 35. Mm. I didn't felt like that at 30. Mm-hmm. I started feeling like, oh my God, I'm 30 at 30. <laughs> Am I old at 30? You know, that's how, that's how I started feeling at 30. But like around 35, I started to feel like, okay, what what is this all about? Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? That's deep. That's deep. Really? <laughs> because I feel like... Uh, you felt that? I feel like I'm 34 now, and I'm uh-huh. starting to feel that. I'm like, okay, what is this about? Like, what's the point of this? Yeah, so those are, those are the kind of questions that'll get you the answer. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I think and we want to encourage the audience. That's why, you know, a lot of people are probably listening to something. Wow, this is a different kind of interview that, that probably, we're doing. Yeah, this you is... know, we're not focused on a lot of the other things that we used to talk about. And that's and I, I asked you before we started the interview, you know, what's your intention, you know, for this interview? And I told you what my intention was. And mm-hmm. I really, you know, every time I have a, a uh, interview with you, and I don't like to call it an interview, I like to say it's a conversation. Conversation, yeah. Just because 
a lot of people, you know, will do a, a certain kind of interview that's, mm-hmm. you know, oh, so what's the new music about? What's, yeah. You know, what's Who are you going to be about? working with? Yeah. yeah and that's that all fine. That's all fine. But but if we're going to do an interview, I just feel like just it needs to be it. different. Yeah. It just needs to be different. Yeah, and it is very different. Yeah. So we see, you you know, you're working out, you're doing all these different kinds of things. How do you feel? Do you feel like the changes that you've made? I feel like, have... a, I feel like a champion. Mm. That's how I feel. I feel like a champion. I feel like I have conquered, um, I've conquered my lower nature in a way, like the depression and the sadness and the, the, the pain and everything that I've, I've been through, I've conquered it. Yeah. I've actually, I've actually, I didn't get over it, I, I beat it. Yeah. You know what's it's you funny, know? Brandy, and I think I've probably said this in other interviews where I've said... You've been through a lot. Yeah. Probably more than than your typical, you know, quote unquote celebrity. I mean, yeah. I mean, there have been some things that have gone on mm-hmm. in your life that other people probably would have fumbled and not came back from. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you said you feel like a champion? Do you feel everything that's happened in the past, even you know, relationships and yeah. you know, the car accident and you know, not necessarily being at the same level of fame that you used to be. Do you feel like all of that, there was a reason for it? Yes. I feel like it has prepared me for my forward. Because mm-hmm. um, I can pull from that. Yeah. I can pull from that. I, I, can, I can be the proof that um, if you don't give up, you will triumphant. You will be triumphant over anything. And I think I'm the proof that... Um, we are more powerful than our circumstance. Mm. And we can get through anything with the right thinking, with the right discipline, and giving God the right thoughts. Mm. What's your mantra for life? Everything is in divine and perfect order. Oh, Brandy just pointed to that. Yeah. Her mantra right there on her. Everything her, is in divine and perfect order, and everything is working together for my highest good. Mm-hmm. And I say it every day, all day. Definitely. definitely. And if you say things enough, enough times, something will click where you start to believe it. And belief activates the experience. Yeah. Life is as simple as that. Yeah, definitely. It's not more complicated than that. What would you miss most about your, you, you know, I said it was winding down, but you said it's moving forward. Mm-hmm. But what would you miss most about your experience here on Broadway? I don't know yet. York? I don't know yet. Uh-oh. I have no idea. I have no I idea. I'm you on that one. I have no idea what I will miss, but I know that, um, I know that I'm coming back. Hmm. I know that theater is something that I'm born to do. You know, three years ago when we did our last interview, which you called the Behind the Music Part Three, because <laughs> <laughs> we did we touched on a lot of different topics. Like today, like darling. today, always, <laughs> always. But um, you said three years ago that you wanted to do Broadway. Wow! So it's so funny that we're three we're, years later we're connecting again. Yeah, and you're doing Broadway. And I'm on Broadway. Yeah, that's amazing. That's pretty cool. It takes a lot of discipline. It does to do Broadway. It does. It really does. Um, you definitely have to adjust. It's different. You know, you're performing every night, eight shows a week, and you have to be phenomenal every night. Mm-hmm. And you have to learn how to really trust the moment yeah. and trust that the work that you've put in will take care of itself 
in every moment. And you you can't you can't you can't be afraid here on Broadway. Yeah. yeah. You know you got to be fearless. This is the real show business. Mm. That's true. It's the real show business. It's not can I do it again? Let me get it from a different no. You got to get it right in the moment. Has this experience tested everything, everything. about you? Everything. Every insecurity. Everything. It has. It has really. I have. It's. It's. It's a level of surrender. Mm. You have to just surrender. Mm. You know what I mean? Surrender and just trust that all will be well. I mean, there have been things that I've experienced where something wouldn't come out the right way. And then it turned into the right thing. Mm-hmm. Or I get on the wrong foot and then somehow I'm back on the right. And I don't know how it's happening. I'm clearly on the wrong foot here. Yeah. How am I? And, and then I get back on the right. right foot. Or it's, you know, it's just, it's just so, it's so amazing how, the, how it happens. Mm-hmm. You know, some audiences are different than other audiences. Some audiences laugh at this part, then the other ones don't laugh at that part. And so you got to... You got to figure out a way to connect with the audience, maybe in a different kind of way. It's like you have to you have to figure it out, yeah. but you have to also allow whatever is helping you to figure it out, figure it out too, because yeah. you can't get in your own way. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you can get in, in your own way, and so which we often do. Yeah, we often do that in life. Yeah. So um, it's something very special about theater. It has changed me forever. Do you think, and I just thought, thought of this as you're talking about surrendering, and I thought immediately about Dr. Brene Brown's uh, idea on vulnerability and the power of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Do you think being so vulnerable on stage and, and doing what you're doing that you haven't done before is going to translate in other parts of your life, like relationships and things like that? Well, um, I think... I think absolutely. I think vulnerability is such a such a spiritual um, state of state of being, you know, mm-hmm. state of mind, and um, I think it works in every part of your life mm-hmm. to be vulnerable, to be transparent, to be um, as honest as you possibly can. And I think vulnerability it it has a lot of love in vulnerability. A lot of love is in vulnerability. Um, Yes, in relationships, in all relationships, in relationships with my mom, my daughter, my dad, my brother, my friends, um, all of it. I'm not really thinking about um, another kind of relationship, though. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if that's something that I want. You're already skipping ahead. I was going to ask yeah, about Yeah, I don't that. even know. Like You're not in that space right now. I, but it's so interesting because I don't, I, I have too much work to do mm. uh, to, 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 to get distracted. Yeah, so <laughs> this is the thing. I'm open to um, God's man for me. Mm. I don't want to go through. Not Brandy's man. For no, no, no. I don't want. I don't want that. I only want me. God. Ha- what ha- what God has for me. I don't want anything outside of what God has for me. Yeah. From here on. Mm. Nothing. And he can pick better than yeah. <laughs> anyone. So like even just even in in my dreams like I've you know I I. I have dreams, right? I have, you know, but it has to coincide with 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 the will, you mm-hmm. know, that 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 is for me. Yeah. Um. So I'm like sometimes I just get afraid to ask for anything. I just want what is meant for me. Yeah. And it, it just makes things a, a, a little bit more um, simple yeah. and, and more comfortable. How do you define God? 
If you had, if someone was to ask you, who is God? Who is God? I think God is everything. Um, I think that. And this gets tricky because everybody has their own view, and if you're not in everyone's perspective, then they can start to put you in places that you don't belong in this, that, and the third. <laughs> be, be burning up forever with some of the things, you, you know. know. But, we, but don't, we, don't have to, we don't have to go any further. But it's everything. God is everything. Mm-hmm. But I think the... The way is it, God's inside of you. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like if you say God is everything, you know, God's in the moon, you know, God's in the sun. Mm-hmm. But if God is also in me, I'm not going to go all the way to the moon to get to God when I could go. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's if God is inside of me also, yeah. I have to go within first. I actually read recently, because I mean, I'm, I'm reading Eat, Pray, Love. Yeah. Which it's an old book at this point. That's from that. Yeah. God dwells in me as me. Mm-hmm. And I was reading where she was talking about... Oh, she was talking about if you're looking for God, God's not in the past, He's not in the future, which is often what we live in our heads. He's right here, right now. Mm-hmm. In you. Mm. I mean, we all, we call it a lot of things, you know. Like one of the, I think one of the words we use is intuition. Mm. I mean, that is just, that, in an, like that voice that's guiding you, that, who is that? Like we don't give that as much credit as we. You know, as we, we need to, as we should. Yeah. But the word confuses us. Mm-hmm. We call it intuition. But that's another name for God. Yeah. It's another word for God. Yeah. Inside of you, leading you, guiding you. Tell, don't do that, go this way. Don't go, mm-hmm. don't. Then you go that way and you go, dang, something told me to go. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So we, we imagine if we meditated on that and, and really believed in that thing that we don't control inside of us. Yeah. Do you feel more, now that you've been, you know, meditating and that's part of your practice and really being mindful, you know, the practice of mindfulness, do you feel like you're more connected to God than you've ever been before? Yes. Because I'm, I'm listening now and I'm being obedient mm-hmm. to the guidance. And this walk is just very, it's very serious. It's very, it's very serious to have a disciplined mind. Mm-hmm. Like to really understand that negative thinking can cause havoc in your life Mm. and really understand that death and life are in the power of the tongue to really understand what that means and not conceptually but just really get that you're going to shut up about a few things and then you're going to think differently and then when you think differently and you shut up about a few things then God takes the will it takes the will of your life because now you're doing the work that activates God. How come you're not on Super Soul Sunday with Oprah? Well, I, you know, I thought about that. Oprah, I, I, Oprah and I really, I would love to have a conversation with her now. Because yeah. we've had a few conversations. But I'm in a different space and I have a different message. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to speak to her now. Mm. And But when... It's divine time. I'll be ready. Yeah, but, I'm, but I would love to speak to her. I thought about that as preparing for this interview. I said, you know what? 
She's not. She hasn't been on Super Soul Sunday. She's gonna have a Super Soul Sunday moment yes, with me. Yes, <laughs> and I appreciate it because this is preparing me mm-hmm. for everything. Yeah. And I think you know, you're this is a step. Thank you, thank you. That's this is a big step in in my life. Just this conversation. Like I haven't had a conversation like this, um, like just like this. I've had I've touched on a few things in other interviews, but. This is really special. This is like I'm getting chills. Like you can tell, like I'm, I'm reacting to it. Yeah. It's um, it's this is meant to be. It's important. And then somehow it's cooled off a little. I thought the same thing, Brandon. I stopped sweating. That's God. It is. That's God. How do you define God? Everything. I've you know it's, I've always been in the search for God. Always been in the search for and God. And you know what? It's gonna always come back to you. Because I believe with everything in me that God is who we, God is our real self, mm-hmm. our real nature, mm-hmm. our real life. Yeah. And you're one with that. And, I, and, I, and that's in no disrespect to anybody's religion. No. But I think that's what Christ was trying to show us is that our real nature and our real true, true self is one with God. I, I don't, and that I, just... I have I a chance to share with you that I actually, right before I came to see you on Broadway on May 25th, then three days later, I went off to Dubai. From Dubai, I took a cruise ship to Oman. You know, these are Muslim countries. Mm-hmm. And seeing their, their, their love for their religion. Yes. The, the way they build temples mm-hmm. that are beautiful. The rest of the country could, you know, not be as beautiful or, mm-hmm. you know, be ravaged by poverty, whatever it may be. But what, then from there, I went to India. The same thing. All of these different religions, Hindu, Muslim, mm-hmm. Christian, they just really, there was such a sense of spirituality. When I left yes. that part of the world, you were changed. I was changed, but I felt like I left part of me there. And I have to go back. Yes, Because wow. there's something deeper mm-hmm. that they get that we're starting to get over mm-hmm. here in America, but they re- they've gotten it. Because, it. because with them, it's about the work. Mm. See, we want we want everybody to come save us and this, that, and the third. Mm. When if you follow the, the the laws and you follow if you follow the message and if you listen to your inner your inner guidance, it will lead you to the work that you need to do to activate the power of God in your life. I mean, it's in scripture. I mean, belief, 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 belief. That's all, that's all that was talked about in scripture is believing and believing and believing. We have to believe in the right thing. And we have to believe that, that God is love. And that love is inside of all of us. You know, one thing I always say, and it's so funny, you see things on social media, see everyone's opinion on social media and whatnot. Um, but when I, you know, it's so funny when you say intuition and someone's talking to you in your head, someone, or let's call them God, mm-hmm. said to me, the per- same person that's right next to you on that train or the same person that you don't, you don't necessarily like, God loves that person mm-hmm. just the same. And God's in that person. Mm-hmm. Like I have this thought that if we thought everybody was God in disguise, hmm. if we thought that everybody really believed that everyone was God in disguise, or that God lived in everyone. Really believe that, like not just conceptually. Yeah. Really believed it. 
that God was inside and dwelling in everyone or God is everyone in disguise, how would we treat them? We would treat people so differently because we would believe that our source, our creator, our father was also within that person. You would open the doors. You, we wouldn't, you wouldn't put your hands on them. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't steal from them. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't do that. It's yeah. true. It's really, really true. So when you move the location of God inside of everyone, mm-hmm. people, animals, trees, nature, everything, you will treat it with love and respect because it will activate the love and that's in you to do that. Which is which brings me back to the, my travels because I think that's exactly how they see it. They see it, yeah. And that's how they treat mm-hmm. animals. That's how they treat each other. It's, it's, it's profound. Mm-hmm. It's really, really, really profound. I'm here with Brandy. Yes, in her dressing we're room. so deep. We're so deep. I'm still fun. Check my Snapchat. <laughs> we're, still, we're still fun, but I mean, we're having a we're having a moment about God, and I love yeah. Those it's a morning. It is. It's, they have to say. I hope this is. No, without a doubt. Okay. I think I think what it is, especially I think we're able to have this conversation now more than ever. Mm-hmm. I think ten years ago we couldn't have this conversation yeah. and people really connect with it. And I know yeah. your fans, your stars yeah. really appreciate when you speak about these different things because they yeah. all go through through different things. Yeah. And and someone's gonna connect with this. Yeah, absolutely. I think more than someone more will connect than with a this. A lot, everybody will. And I think this was a conversation that we needed to have. Yeah. You know, we could have talked about music, we could have talked about you know, Zoe Moon, we've kind of talked about so many different things, but I felt like this was the conversation that I wanted to have with you, and I wasn't sure where it would go or if you'd be open to it, but of course, I'm open anytime we have a conversation, you're open to it. Yeah. And I think we kind of touched on this a little bit, but what are your values, and are you being true to them? Oh, honey, my values are love. Mm. That's it. Mm-hmm. And I'm true to, I'm definitely true to that. I... I am committed to being the best version of myself. Mm-hmm. And the best version of myself is coated and dipped in love. Mm-hmm. It's made with love. It's important. So I'm committed to that. And I'm, is your and brand I'm, love? My brand is love. And my brand is, is, is laughter. Mm. You're very funny, Brandy. You Thank don't you. get enough Thank credit. You. <laughs> I'm, I'm, starting to, I'm starting to get into it. Yeah. And and that's what my brand is. is is love. It's laughter. It's fun. It's it's um it's real, mm-hmm. and it's inspirational. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I gotta stop the cursing though. <laughs> I curse every now and then because it's funny, but I can't. But I'm so connect. Like don't judge yourself. I'm not judging myself, <laughs> but I'm. But I also talk a lot about God, and both don't mix. You know, with with. You know, even though I God have that, your, even, though I have, even though I don't have, even though God does, but even though I don't have, um, I, I'm not like, you know, cursing at someone. Yeah. It's like, I'll say a few words to make it funny, yeah. but I have to stop that I, because I, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not a potty mouth, but, they, but, but sometimes they come hey, out and I, yes, <laughs> so, but it's, it's, it's just so much funnier sometimes, yeah. but I have to just. Have to figure out other ways. Ease up on that yeah, gotta, gotta ease up on that. This is one question I always ask, and I probably asked you this before. What what questions do you wish interviewers would ask you, and which one, which question would you, you wish they would stop asking? Um, I'm really good at this point with any question because mm. I know how to answer them now. Mm. 
you know, before I didn't really know how to answer everything. But now I feel like I'm in a place where I can um, answer anything. Or if I stumble across something that I can't answer, then I won't answer it. And I'm strong enough now to say I'm not going to answer that in a nice way and move on. Which is great. I think, yeah. I think what happens is when you're being yourself, mm-hmm. being truthful, you have no problem answering anything. Yeah. It's important. And if you just don't want to share it because you just don't feel like it's anyone's business, then you can say that in a nice way where that person doesn't feel, you know, bad or anything. Like this next question, you may may feel this way. No, okay, what? No, no, no. I think I've asked you this before, but it, it clicked in my mind because it's three years later, mm-hmm. Brandy Norwood here on Kempire Radio. Mm-hmm. You said that you wanted to have more children. I don't now. Oh, see? No, I, I don't. No more children. No more children. I, I just, I like Sarah. <laughs> like, you got it right the first time. Yeah, I like Sarah. She's just, you know, I don't think I want to go through the whole, um, uh, not because I love babies and I love that, you know, the different transitions that I actually experienced as a mom. They were so cool. But I think my my work now is, 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 is so much dedication to what I'm supposed to do in terms of my inspirational work and, you know, changing lives and changing the world type stuff. Um, I really only have time for Syrah and, and to balance it out because it's it's a little bit challenging to do, you know, everything that I'm doing and, and balancing motherhood. So I don't want to, you know, just... I have an, enough time for just my baby and my, my baby over here, both my babies, yeah. and I can't have another one. <laughs> so whoever's going to get with me... I have to understand that. No, God, that's what I'm saying. It's got to be a God. Because uh, three years from now, you could be, oh, I have another be, baby. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I don't think so. I, I think, I'm, I think I'm, I'm done, and I like my body, and I don't feel like going through all that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't just don't you know I'm just I'm just good. How do you define soulmate for you? you? Believe in soulmates? I do. I believe I have a few of them. I I think the same thing. I believe a few. Like I know my daughter's my soulmate. I know mm. my mom is my soulmate. Mm. I know my whole family. My, <laughs> my whole family is my soulmate. I have a few friends. Keisha Epps is is definitely a soulmate. Um, it's it's the it's the spirit the spiritual connection. Mm-hmm. Where you feel like you've known someone all your life, and you feel like you can't be without this person, yeah. um, because of your connection. Like people that are in your family, you know, you may don't have a spiritual connection with. You probably don't ever ever have to see that person again. You mm-hmm. know, this, this, this is your last time. You probably are okay, but then there are some people that you you just you don't feel like you can do that. Yeah. You know, and I feel like those are the kind of people that are your soulmates. Like I. Like Ray J, like I can't imagine, you know, this life or if there's a next life, Ray J's got to be there somewhere. He's mm-hmm. pop up as an uncle or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's got to, you know, it's my he's my soulmate. I think a lot of people, you know, we were in this whole idea of thinking that soulmate was the person you're supposed to be with. Mm-hmm. The person that not, that's not just that. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely agree. This is a would you rather game. Okay. You're just gonna pick whichever one. I didn't. You can shuffle them even if you want to. You just pick whatever question you want to answer. (laughs) Brady shuffling. Yeah, I'm not going to be. Always a good one. Oh, would you rather be an ugly genius or a hot moron? An ugly genius. 
Why? Because <laughs> I would I would rather be a genius. Because if I'm a genius, it don't matter how I look. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm hot and I don't have no brains, the hot wears off. Pick another one. Yeah, because you wanted to be you. You have a question in mind. No, no, no. I know. There's a, there's a, no, there's a bunch of good ones in there though. Okay. Would you rather be without elbows or oh, without... Oh, why don't you pick that one? Of all okay. ones to pick. Okay, well, darling, <laughs> let me just read all of them. Uh, oh, okay. Would you rather go to jail for a year or live in your car for a year? I'm going to jail. Nope. Why? On TV? Netflix? Uh, Let me tell you something. Orange is the New Black is the only reason why jail would be an option. (laughs) Because that jail seems like it's fun. It does, doesn't it? It seems like it's fun. Like you have to, you know, find your way in there and you create friends and things like that. I'm not staying in my car because I got a Mini Cooper now. There ain't enough room. Now, if it was my Range Rover, it would be something different. (laughs) Um, Would you rather be a genius in a world of morons or a moron in a world of geniuses? Um... Either one is I'm gonna be the same. End up being the same thing. <laughs> I'm the, it's the, you're the same person if it's if it's this. So this one's not a good one. Okay. Would you rather secretly have? Oh. Would you rather never be able to speak again, or always have to say everything that is on your mind? Um. Never speak again. Oh. <laughs> I don't want everything that comes to my mind to be said. Would you rather be able to read or be able to read minds? But be illiterate. I'm a, I'm a, I'm I'm gonna read. I'd rather read. <laughs> Would you rather change the past or be able to see into the future? Hmm. See into the future. Hmm. I'd rather see into the future because the past was is set up to make you stronger. And better, mm. you know, that if you if you if you if you get the click, you, you got to get the click. Yeah. It's inevitable to get the click. Mm-hmm. You know, it just takes people longer than others. Yeah. But one day you'll realize that your past was. Did everything it was supposed to do to set you up for everything that you're. Um, people don't people find that so hard to believe. But, but they so need true. to get it because it is because you can't change the past ever. Mm-hmm. You'll never be able to change the past. But you can change your mind about the past. Mm-hmm. And then you can set yourself up and your mind up for the future. So it won't be similar to whatever you didn't like in the past. Would you rather live one life that lasts a thousand years or live ten lives that last a hundred years each? It's the same thing. <laughs> I'd rather be ten different people. That would be cool. That would be cool. Would you rather experience a sharp pain in your side each time someone says your name or have a bell sound each time? You are. I'm good at question. <laughs> Brandy, thank you so much thank for, you. for doing this interview. Thank you. I, I really You're Thanks so much for tuning in to our exclusive interview with Brandy. Make sure you guys subscribe to our YouTube and our SoundCloud and follow us on all of our social media. Everything is Kempire Radio. And don't forget, you can hear more interviews and new shows on our website, KempireRadio.com.